0: Hello, welcome to Skull RPG Podcast. My name is Dwight Skull. My name is Jacob Skull. And today we're going to teach you how to tell, tell your, your story. story. Hey, Jacob. So, what if there was a monster in a D&D monster manual? And I also think it's in the Pathfinder monster manual as well for both 3, 5, and 5 that could be played in the next player, like the next GM's uh, group. And this monster could inherit the memories of its parents, inherit the memories of anyone that it took over their control of their mind, has some sort of illusionary spells, and actually has the ability to do enslavement. And the enslavement spell can't be broken unless they fail a will. Like if they, if they succeed on a will, if they get a mile away from the creature, or they take any damage, but otherwise they're enslaved. And they can communicate telepathically anywhere on the entire plane. What kind of monster would that be? You're talking about the Avalith. Yeah, a monster we really haven't played too much with, but my goodness, this thing is amazing. Nasty for its challenge rating? What's its challenge rating? In D&D 3.5, it's uh,
1: Its challenge rating is a 7.
0: Okay, and then in uh, 5, the challenge rating... It's a 10, I think. Uh, I'm looking for it. Oh, challenge rating is a 10, yeah. And so let's talk about the Abalas for a quick second. So we're going to do the same thing we did with the Urania here. Yep. If you didn't watch the Urania, you can go check that one out. That's a shape-shifting lycanthropic spider, which is yep. kind of cool.
1: So it can enslave three people. It can enslave three living creatures a day within thirty feet. It has a lot of psionic spells, so it has illusion, illusionary magic. And then the nasty thing with it is, it has two types of poisons. So if you get hit with the slime, you basically just get acid on you that you just have to dampen yourself in the water and just have to be living in your in that water until it resolves itself. Right. Or you have the, muconary, the, the, the mucus cloud that it surrounds itself in. If you get caught up in that, you can't breathe air. You can only breathe underwater. So if Unless you're a living you creature, you have... What six rounds or something like that, depending on your right. con. So if you get caught in that you cloud, take damage.
0: so your fighter goes to hit it, gets caught in the cloud. Now your fighter can't breathe on air or in the water, but it can breathe if it goes underwater. But the problem is, it can't breathe underwater because it's it's a it's a mammal, right? Your fighter's a mammal; it can't do that. And at, and at level seven, you don't have a lot of spells or a couple hundred water breathing potions on you to survive. Survive it, yeah. So here's the fun part. So let's just uh, let's just pick a, a thing. So this aboleth, they're all evil. Um, they're all evil, and I think they're outsiders too. They're all outsiders. I think. Okay. Well, we're gonna They're a, aberrations. Oh, they're aberrations. Of course, they're aberrations. So they're all aberrations, and they're all evil, and they all inherit their parents' memory, and their parents and them get the memories of everybody that they enslave. Also, if you telepathically connect to it, and it can see you, like if you speak to it telepathically, and it can see you. It now takes all of your memories, too.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. It actually knows your greatest desire, I think is what it said, which it can use against you. So here's the fun part. Let's say, again, Halloween month-themed, your players walk into a town and the town feels a little off. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, if you've read Shadow over Innsmouth, you know exactly where I'm going with this story. Yep. Sort of. Minus like the bombs and stuff at the end and all that. But if you've read Shadows over Innsmouth, you have a guy who gets into a town, and the town is a little weird. Everything's off. Everybody's off, and you find out. Well, I'm not going to. I'm going to ruin Shadow of Renism, because it's. This is the vibe that I'm going with. So your players come into a town. Everybody's off. No one's really re- interacting with them correctly, and they all look a little. Let's Lazy say stoned. Eyes. Like yeah, they're all little glazy eyes. They're all little. You know, they they interact as normal. But what's happening is the Abileth is seeing everything through all of their eyes. And he has over, like, let's say the last six months, he's gotten the entire town to come down to him where he's been able to enslave them all one by, by one. one. And the ones he couldn't enslave, he had the rest of town folks just literally gang hold hostage and then submerge them or take them to him where he used his cloud or his tentacles on them and he killed them. Mm-hmm. And so what's happening is everybody in this town, maybe if they, if your players notice everyone in this town's lower level because you only have the lower level people, because it's like a whiz it's like a will 14. It's say. a will 17. So, Oh, it's, it's so it's a will 14 and D and D five. It's will 17. Yes. 17 would be even uh, three and five would be harder, but the fourteen's not as bad in five that said though you have lower level characters you don't have like a level 12 anything there mm-hmm. and so what happens though is your players can start feeling a little off things can go a little weird you could think about maybe doing a kidnapping or something like that um or maybe they start to kidnap one of the people that your players to def- like befriended in this so like the only person that acted normal has now gone away and everyone in the town doesn't know who he is they just kind of act like he never existed and you're like, wait a minute! Like, I saw this guy. He helped me. What are you talking about? Nope, mm-hmm. doesn't exist. And even his own parents don't. They claim he doesn't exist anymore. He never did exist. His best friends, everybody Everybody's doesn't gone. acknowledge that he, he even existed. So now you have like this, in, like this, this horror of your players know they're not going crazy, but literally everybody in the town says they're crazy. Mm-hmm. And so what ends up happening is eventually they start to piece together some clues where you could have that guy goes missing. Then they have that other weird, the other thing when all the players are a little odd, you could have, maybe they start to, if they start digging around, they might find people with scraps of like diaries that were hidden that talk about people just going missing and never coming back. And if they start to try to dig into it, they can find out that maybe they find a scrap of paper or something that, or a maybe the town has a little note, like a little newspaper and they talk about how an underwater cavern was found, mm-hmm. and then it was never mentioned again. You know, so you could do these things where you start dropping little hints and clues. I mean, you
1: could also have something
0: like, "Man, my daughter never acted the same when she visited the well." Exactly. You could have that happening too. You have these other things where, like, that you figure out how the abalith got to the entire town, and then you could then spin it a couple ways. What is the abalith? Motivation, And this is what I like to do with my villains. And if you watched our, like, how to create a compelling villain, compelling villain, even if they're evil, has a plan. Mm-hmm. So what does this abolith want? Well, the abolith hates all land creatures, only likes amphibian creatures. So maybe this abolith has an army of, like, Koatoas enslaved as well, or some other uh, amphibious-like race. And he... Or it, I guess. I don't think they have uh, that kind of a gender uh, as an aberration. But it is looking at. I need a um, a point which which I can bring my army through, and so this abolith has spent uh, a year in this town, just basically taking victim, taking victim, so that he can it can quickly uh, mm-hmm. throw the Kowatoa army in. Yeah, or maybe.
1: The Aboleth's a minor b- b- role to play, and there's a greater thing of, like, all of the Kohatobor rising up, and they're using the abolith to, oh, yay, we need you to hold this point, yeah. i.e. indoctrinate this town, have them hold
0: this area for us so we can prep an invasion here. It'd be interesting, you know. So you get the, um, like, there's the old tropes of, uh, I don't know, like DC, I guess, does it the most, right? Where you have the underwater kingdom hates the upper water, the upper kingdom. Yeah, it's Aquaman versus the rest of everybody else. Right. So you could do a thing where maybe there's a king under the water. And this is the point, which which is they're doing the invasion. Your your group has stumbled upon it. They have the ability not to turn the invasion back because they're not that high level, but they Set do it have back the, a while exactly. And maybe they can find out enough about the invasion if you have a larger world where they can mm-hmm. report that up. That could be one of your major conflicts, where your major conflict is the the battle between land and sea, and the sea is grabbing all the amphibian creatures it can. Mm-hmm. And maybe there's a mad scientist under the water, a mad uh, mage, you know, because you can give mage levels to anything. And it's trying to figure out, it's finding ways of doing permanency air breathing spells on bigger enough creatures to let them come onto the land if they have the appendages to make that a thing. Mm -hmm. So you could have like this larger story um, there, but the minor story is this horrific story of kind of invasion of the body snatchers where... This entire town is lost. Now they're not. They're not dead, right? They're just. They're just controlled. They're yeah. dominated, if you will. To use a vampire, the masquerade, turn their thralls. Their thralls, right? But the nice thing is, if you, if this, if your wizards or something can recognize it with a high enough spellcraft, they could make. They could realize. Wait, if we just take the, the town a mile away from this thing, they'll get a will save. If we cause any damage to them, even like subdural damage, not lethal damage, but the, even any damage, would cause them to have a will save. Again, but they only get one will save every 24 hours. So you might have to start abducting people and then figure out a way of giving them like um, a guidance spell, I think it's the one that gives you like a plus one to a, a, a th- mm-hmm. the next save. And then you hit them. <laughs> Figuring out how to force... For, 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 force put force put a cloak resistive
1: plus one on an NPC with a guidance spell or something weird. As they're all tied up, <laughs> so they
0: can't use it to dodge you. I mean, you know, some weird crap like that where you got to like you got to figure out how to get this, how to get the town. Um, how to fixed. buff enough of these guys to snap out of it? But remember, if they get close enough to him again, they'll they'll get taken again. So. Anyway, that would be um, one way to run an aboleth uh, just in a very microcosm Mm -hmm. fashion and how you could then connect it to your larger world. Yeah. Hey, thanks for listening. And for more resources, please go to SkullRPG.com.